Well, it's up to Gary Gentry for the New York Mets, and he'll be opposed by Billy Champion in the final game here between the Mets and Phillies on a good day for baseball. We have plenty of room here at the ballpark, so if you haven't formulated your plans yet for this afternoon, come on out and join us. Pleasant day, breeze blowing out the left field, and a big ball game for the New York Mets. Back from now on, every game, a big one. The Mets close out this homestand against Chicago and Montreal, and then they have their final homestand coming up. That'll be against the Pittsburgh Pirates, a five-game series starting on the 19th. That's a twinite doubleheader on the 19th at 5 o'clock. The game will get off. Pittsburgh on Saturday the 20th, an afternoon game, and a doubleheader on Sunday. Then the final two games of the year here at Shea to come your way on the 23rd and 24th, both night games, and they'll be against the St. Louis Cardinals. Right now, the leadoff batter for the Phillies stepping in the batter's box and here to call the play-by-play, Lindsey Nelson. Thank you very much, Ralph Gannon. Hello again, everybody. It's right-hand batter and second baseman Terry Harmon up to lead off. For the Phillies, he's batting 229. He has 14 runs batted in. Gary Gentry has a record this year against the Phillies of two wins and no losses, and that is his lifetime record against the Phillies. This is Gentry's first year in the major league. His first pitch is outside for a ball. Jerry Grody is the Met catcher. Don Clendenon is playing first base. Ken Boswell is at second. Bud Harrelson is at shortstop. And Wayne Garrett is at third. Art Shamsky in left field. Tommy Agee in center field. And Ron Svoboda in right. This is a fastball. In there for a call strike, it's one and one. Frank Sikora is the umpire behind the plate. Dave Davidson at first. Paul Pryor at second. The crew chief, Tony Benson, is around at third. Here's a 1-1 delivery. Breaking pitch that misses the outside corner. Tony Taylor kneeling in the on-deck circle. Running the ball club from the coaching lines at third, manager George Myatt of the Phils, and on the lines at first, Billy DeMars. The 2-1 delivery, swung on and hit on the ground to Harrelson at short, a play at first in time. As Harrelson moves to his left to glove that ball on the run and throw to first in time to get Terry Harmon. In the previously played three games of this series, the leadoff man in the ballgame for the Phils got a base hit. But Harrelson saved that one from going through. And Tony Taylor is up. Tony Taylor's playing third base today. He's hitting 262. He has two homers and 25 runs batted, and he's a right-hand batter. He's playing third base because Johnny Briggs is in military service for today. Normally the center fielder, so that Darren Johnson moved from third out into left. And Taylor's in at third base. This pitch is in for a call strike. Started him off with a slider. Richie Allen moves up on deck. Actually, the regular center fielder for the Phillies is Larry Heisel. He's out with a sprained hand. There's a breaking pitch swung on and lined on the left field line. Could be extra bases for Tony Taylor. He's around first on his way to second. Here's Shamsky's throw. Not in time. A stand-up double. So Taylor has doubled with one man out, and Richie Allen is coming up. Cleon Jones is not in the Met lineup again today. Cleon has not played in this series. He bruised a hand in San Diego on the recent road trip, and he is expected to be able to play tomorrow night against the Chicago Cubs. And it's Gil Hodges figured that he'd rather have him sit out this series and have him ready for the Cubs. All right, Richie Allen is up. Hitting 297 for the season with 29 home runs and 68 runs batted in. Gary Gentry off the stretch. Here is the pitch. It is high for a ball. Johnny Callison is on deck. Pittsburgh Pirates again this afternoon are playing the Chicago Cubs in Chicago. The Pirates have taken three in a row.
Here's the 1-0 delivery. Swung on line and the left for a base hit. That'll score Tony Taylor. He is around third and he's coming home. Chancey's throw goes to second. Allen turns and holds with a single to left. A run batted in and the Phillies are leading by a score of one to nothing. The uh, Pirates and the Cubs will be starting in just two or three minutes in Chicago. They play their Sunday singles at 1.15 Chicago time, which is 2.15 New York time. Dick Selma is warming up for the Chicago Cubs for the afternoon. And it is Bob Moose for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Bob Moose, Dick Selma. We'll keep you posted on the progress of that game as we go along with this one. Here's the pitch to Callison, and it is in there for a call strike. Callison hitting 261, 14 homers, and 48 runs batted in. This is the final appearance of the Phillies in New York this season, this game this afternoon. Clendon holds against Richie Allen. Here's Gary Gentry's pitch. Swung on, fouled off to the left side, out of play. Two strikes to John Callison. Gentry beat the Phillies twice this year, both in Philadelphia. Two to nothing. The first time, and six to three the next time. Make that one to nothing. And six to three. Breaking pitches inside is one and two. Nominated to open the series tomorrow night, the two-game set for the Mets, Jerry Kuzman. For the Chicago Cubs, Bill Hands. Gary Gentry now sets up. And the pitch is swung on it on the ground to third. Up with it is Garrett. He throws to Boswell. Has one to throw to first. It's not in time and it's on by and over into the stand. So the second base will be awarded to John Callison. They got the force at second, then Boswell trying to make the relay. Threw the ball in the dirt and on by Clendenon, and he bounded up into the lower field boxes behind first base, which gives Callison an extra base. You cannot presume the double play, so there'll be no error charge on the fact that Callison beat the relay, but there will be an error charge on the fact that he is awarded second base. It is on Boswell on the throw. Force on Richie Allen with 5-4 if you're scoring. Callison on having hit into the force play and goes to second on Boswell's error. That brings up Darren Johnson, right-hand batter. Here's a swing and a foul ball out of play. Johnson's hitting 260, 16 homers and 68 runs batted in. Ron Stone moves up on deck. By the way, Amos Otis, who was called up from the Mets Triple-A Farm Club at Tidewater, Virginia, after they were eliminated from the International League playoffs, is here. Otis drove up, and he has arrived and is in uniform. Here's a pitch that is low for a ball. Jim Gosker arrived yesterday. Mike Jorgensen has arrived, so has uh, Bob Heisel. Bob Heis. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Curveball hit in the air to deep right. And over near the corner, Svoboda has a lot of time. He gets over there and makes the catch. Well, the side is out as the Phillies get a run. On two hits in the narrow and a man left. In the middle of the first inning, the score is 
The Bills won, and the Mets coming to bat. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Harry Von Zell with a message from the Government Educational Foundation. When you buy a house or a car, you pretty much read every word in your mortgage papers or your order form. Why then, when you have an investment in freedom, don't you study the contract you have with the United States of America? Every American is a contract citizen of the United States. We live under laws which we permit to be passed. We carry on our day-to-day activities under regulations and ordinances approved by our elected officials. But behind all of these statutes is a document many know about, but few have ever really studied, the Constitution of the United States. Here is your opportunity to get this living work without cost or obligation. For your copy of the United States Constitution, write to Law and Order, Box 1627, Washington, D.C., Zip 20013. Law and Order, Washington, D.C., Box 1627, Zip 20013. A public service message from the Government Educational Foundation. 21-year-old Billy Champion. He's a right-hander, 6 feet 4 inches tall, 178-pounder from Shelby, North Carolina. He has won five games and lost seven for the Belgian. This is his first major league season. Last year at Portsmouth, he won 15 and lost five. Against the New York Mets this year, he has won none, and he has lost one. He lost one to nothing. At Philadelphia on June 17th, he allowed four hits and only the one run in eight innings. He was dueling against Gary Gentry on that occasion, and Gentry won it one to nothing. That's how many is. He is up to lead off for the Mets. He is greeted by a rousing, with a rousing reception by the Mets fans. Hitting 278 with 24 homers and 67 runs batted in, and the pitch is high and tight. Knocked him down, and it is ball one. Wayne Garrett is coming up. Here's a swing and a high drive to deep left. It's way back and could be. Darren Johnson goes to the wall, and it is a home run for Tommy Agee. career high for him. This one going to left field. His last one is at Los Angeles against Claude O'Shane. Tommy Agee. Now Wayne Garrett is coming up. The score is tied 1-1. Wayne Garrett to left hand batter. Hitting 226 with a homer and 32 runs batted in. The pitch is high for a ball. Billy Champion with a pitch to Garrett, and it is uh, in there for a call strike on the outside corner. Now a chance of let's go Mets here in the bottom half of the first inning. The score is tied 1-1 with Garrett at the plate. Clinton and is on deck. Here's the 1-1 delivery. Swung on it on the ground to first base. Taken by Richie Allen. Goes to the bag. Makes the play unassisted. There's one away. Don Clinton and the first baseman is coming up. He is hitting 260. He has 12 homers and 43 runs batted in. For the Chicago Cubs, today would have been Bill Hand's normal turn. Bill Hand normally in the pitching rotation of the Cubs would have pitched today against the Pirates, but manager Leo DeRocher is holding him over one day to have hands open against the Mets here tomorrow night. That pitch is high for a ball. One and oh. So it'll be Hands and Holtzman in the two-game set for Chicago, Kuzman and Seaver for the Mets. 
There's a pitch in for a call strike. It's 1-1. One, one. Here's a swing and a miss. It's 1-2. Somebody pointed out to manager Gil Hodges yesterday that the Mets have five double headers to play in the month of September. He said, who are you going to pitch? He said, Tom Seaver. This will be a one-two delivery. Swung on and missed, struck him out. Champion gets his first strikeout, two Mets away, and Art Shamsky is coming up. Shamsky is hitting 298, 11 homers, and 36 runs batted in. Here's the pitch, and it's outside for a ball. One and zero. Ken Boswell moves out to the on-deck circle now. One zero pitch, swung on and missed. It's one and one. And that's one the fills one in the bottom of the first. Phillies have Richie Allen playing first base, Terry Harmon at second, Don Money at short, and Tony Taylor at third. There's a swing and a high drive to deep right. Going back at Callison across the warning track to the wall. It is a home run for Art Shamsky. Art Shamsky with his 12th home run. His last one was off Jim Bunning in Los Angeles. So... Shamsky now sends the Mets out in front by a score of two to one. With two men out, Ken Boswell is coming up. Boswell has been swinging a red hot stick, and his last 32 times up, Boswell has had 15 base hits. His average for the season is 261. He had three homers and 23 runs batted in. Champion pitches high and away for a ball. So the Mets have taken the lead on two solo home runs here in the bottom half of the first inning. One by A.G., one by Shamsky. Here's a swing and a fly ball to center. And coming up now is center fielder Ron Stone to make the catch. Side is out. The Mets got two runs on two. It's no errors and none left. At the end of an inning, the score is the Mets two and the Phillies one. Well, here's a note of interest for all you senior citizens who look forward to spending a pleasant afternoon at Shea Stadium watching the Mets in action. The last of four senior citizens days this season is scheduled for this coming Thursday afternoon, that's September 11th, when the Mets take on the Montreal Expos at 2.05 p.m. in the finale of a three-game series. All senior citizens, 60 years of age and over, will be admitted to Shea Stadium that day for a 50-cent service charge. So come on out for a day's relaxation at the ballpark. And we'll be looking forward to seeing you. That date again is Thursday afternoon, September 11th. This coming Thursday, and the Mets will be meeting the Montreal Expos in a single game starting at 2.05. We're into the exciting days of September with the Mets in the penetrate. So senior citizens, 60 years of age and over, will be admitted on Thursday to Shea Stadium for a 50-cent service charge.
Gary Gentry has been staked now to a one-run lead. Coming into today's game, the Chicago Cubs lead in the East. They have won 84 and lost 55. The Mets are in second place. They've won 79 and lost 57. The Mets trail the Cubs by three and one-half games, only two games in the lost column. The Pittsburgh Pirates are in third place. They have won 73 and lost 61. They're eight and one-half games back of the Chicago Cubs, and they're five games back of the New York Mets. The Cardinals are ten games back of the Cubs. Up to lead off now is Ron Stone, center fielder, left-hand batter. Gentry's pitch is low for a ball. By the way, San Diego last night defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers for the third consecutive night by a score of 3-1. to one. Here's a 1-0 pitch. Breaks in there for a call strike. Ron Stone is hitting 250 with one homer and 24 runs batted in. The Dodgers have now dropped two and one-half games back of the Western Division leading San Francisco Giants. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Breaks inside low, it's two and one. In the West, San Francisco is on top. Cincinnati is second, a game and a half back. The Dodgers are two and a half back. Atlanta is three. Houston is five and a half. Then San Diego is 34 and a half games out. They have already been mathematically eliminated. Here's a swing and a high fly ball to left center field. Shamsky and Ag. Who's going to take it, fellas? Shamsky. Oh, there's one away, and catcher Dave Watkins will be the batter. He's hitting 177, three homers and nine runs batted in. All right, here are the warm-ups in the National League and scores. For Pittsburgh, it's Bob Moose, 10-2. And, and for the Chicago Cubs, Dick Selma, 12-6. For Atlanta, Ron Reed, 14-9. Against Cincinnati, George Culver, 5-6. Montreal, nothing. St. Louis coming to bat. Bill Stoneman, 8-16. Against Steve Carlton, 16-7. Pitch is low and away for a ball. The Giants are at Houston later. The Dodgers are at San Diego again later this afternoon. The American League at the end of two innings. Cleveland three, the Yankees two. Al Downing relieved by Bill Burback. He's getting a lot of work in the second inning. Pitches inside for a ball. Luis Tiant for Cleveland. He's 8-17. and 17. The end of an inning, the Boston Red Sox won. The Washington Center does nothing. Jim Lonborg, 7-8 and eight against Jim Hannon, 5-5. Five and five. Baltimore at Detroit. It's Dave McNally, 17-6 against Denny McLean, who's won 22 games and lost six. Here's a 2-0 pitch. Right down the pipe. It's 2-1. Minnesota is at Oakland. In a later start, the Chicago White Sox are at California in a later start, and Kansas City is at Seattle in a later start. Here's a swing and a miss, strike two. Minnesota defeated Oakland by a score of 8-6 to six yesterday. How many innings, Artie? 18. 18 innings. Minnesota defeating Oakland so that the Twins are now seven and one-half games ahead of the second-place Oakland A's in the Western Division of the American League. In the Eastern Division, Baltimore is 13 and a half ahead of Detroit. Breaking pitch outside. The count goes full at three and two and out of Watkins with one man out, nobody on base. The Mets are leading the Phillies by a score of two to one. Here's the payoff pitch. Foul back, out of play. Yesterday, the Mets defeated the Phillies three to nothing. The Pittsburgh Pirates swamped the Chicago Cubs 13 to four. Montreal beat the St. Louis Cardinals and Bob Gibson 3-2. San Francisco beat Houston by a score of 7-6. Cincinnati beat Atlanta 2-1. And San Diego beat the Dodgers 3-1. Yesterday and last night in the National League. They all pitched to Watkins, swung on, and missed. Gentry strikes him out. Two away and Don Money's coming up. 
He's hitting 224. He has five homers and 38 runs batted in. In the American League yesterday and last night, the Yankees beat Cleveland one to nothing. Detroit beat Baltimore five to four. The Red Sox over Washington nine to five. Minnesota beat Oakland eight to six in eighteen innings. The Cal Angels beat the White Sox two to one, and Kansas City beat Seattle six to two. Slow curveball over the head of right-hand batter Don Money. It's ball one. Minnesota Twins in the Western Division of the American League have slowly widened that gap over the Oakland A's. The A's, of course, have been hurt by injuries. Swinging a foul ball back and out of play. They've never been exactly the same since Blue Moon Odom went out of action. One of their real front-line powers, and uh, he is apparently out for the rest of the season. Rick Mundy also with a broken bone. This will be a 1-1 delivery. And it is in there for a call strike. It's one and two. There are all sorts of observations being made these days, philosophically and otherwise, about the New York Mets and the kind of season they've had. Here's a one-two pitch outside for a ball. It's agreed by all observers that regardless of what happens to the New York Mets, they have had the most exciting season of all the major league teams up to right now. Because this sort of performance was not expected. They finished last year in ninth place, one game ahead of Houston. Here's a pitch that breaks high and away. It's out full at 3-2 now on Money. So Gary Gentry went 3-2 to Watkins. He's gone 3-2 to Money with two men out, nobody on base. Jerry Grody sends out the sign. Here's the payoff pitch to the number eight man in the order. Swung on foul, back out of play, and the count holds full at 3-2. Billy Champion with the jacket on there on deck. Alan Lewis of the Philadelphia Inquirer had an interesting observation in his story today about the New York Mets and the position that they hold uh, in the National League standings. We'll get to that in a moment. Here's a payoff pitch. Swung on and missed. Gentry strikes him out to retire the side. One, two, three with two strikeouts. No errors, no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. In the middle of the second inning, score is the Mets two and the Phillies one. This is Bill Cosby. When I was going to college, I realized that many middle-class and upper-class college students didn't realize what was going on in the poverty area. And so, when it came time to teach children from the poverty area, they couldn't very well communicate with them. You have to learn how to communicate with kids who would probably never make it because they were missing out on a good education. Now, today, college kids know what's happening. Now, if you're one of these college graduates who understands the ball game and wants to change the score, think about joining the teacher corps. It's two years of tough work in poverty area schools and communities, plus a tuition-free master's degree with $75 a week. Sounds challenging? You better believe it. Write Teacher Corps, Washington, D.C., 2022. In Chicago, the Pittsburgh Pirates have scored a run. They lead the Cubs by a score of one to nothing at the end of a half inning. Right here, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball from WKAJFM 102.3 on your FM dial in Saratoga Springs, New York. (laughs) 
This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at Chase Stadium in New York, and Ron Svoboda will be up to lead off for the Mets. We had said the Philadelphia Inquirer had a baseball story saying that the Mets are in second place in the East despite the fact that every team behind them in the standings has better men at every position than do the Mets. Here's a swing and a foul ball off to the right side out of play. I would not exactly agree with that particular analysis. It is a fact that the New York Mets have played this season as a 25-man squad. They've been able to platoon almost entirely without losing any discernible strength. Here's a pitch high for a ball. It's 1-1. Ron Swoboda is hitting 242. He has six homers and 41 runs battered in. That pitch is high for a ball. And that sends catcher Dave Watkins out to the mound. The point is that the Mets have been pretty well backed up at every position so that Gil Hodges has been able to make his moves. Have a ball player in there while he's hot, and when he starts to cool off, get him out of there. First base, he's had Cranepool, and he's had Clendenin. He's had, at second, Ken Boswell, and Al White, Wayne Garrett. There's a breaking pitch high. Three, to one, three and one. He's had Harrelson, Weiss at shortstop. He's had Bobby Pyle and Ed Charles and Wayne Garrett at third. He has had Jones in left and A.G. in center consistently. Here's a 3-1 pitch. It is high to walk. It should to Ron Swoboda. So he goes to first, and that'll ring up Jerry Grody. He's really been swinging a hot bat of late. Al Widmer, the pitching coach of the Philadelphia Phillies, has gone to the mound. Al Widmer wants a word with young Billy Champion. Jerry Grody has 10 runs batted in in his last 10 games. His 38 runs batted in for the season is a club record for a Met catcher. Jesse Gondir held the previous record with 35 runs batted in in 1964. Grody's overall batting average is 245 with six home runs. His home run yesterday gave the Mets their first run. He's a right-hand batter. He's the number seven man in the order. The Mets are leading by a score of two to one. Phillies have to protect against the sacrifice possibility. Here's a pitch and a tie for a ball. He was ready to swing away. Richie Allen holding against the runner came off in front of runner Ron Svoboda at first. The edge of the grass at third. Tony Taylor retreats one step. Grody's had five game-winning RBIs all in August and September. That pitch is high for a ball. It's 2-0. and oh. Last year, you'll recall that Grody was the National League's all-star catcher. He had a great first half last year. Tony Taylor calls time, comes over for a word with the 21-year-old right-hander, Billy Champion. Atlanta is at Cincinnati, and George Culver has been relieved by Clay Carroll for the Cincinnati Reds in the very first inning of the ballgame, with Atlanta still batting. 2-0 delivery, and it is high. Champion goes behind 3-0 to Grody with Bud Harrelson on deck. Eddie Yost on the coaching lines at third, and Yogi Berra at first for the Mets. Here's a pitch that is low, and it's a walk to Grody. 
So, the Mets have runners at first and second. Nobody out, and Bud Harrelson coming up. Switch hitter batting left. Harrelson's hitting 237. He has 20 runs batted in. We're going to get some action down in the bullpen for the Philadelphia Phillies. It's going to be John Boozer. John Boozer is up and throwing in the Philly bullpen. Now, the Phillies have to protect against the sacrifice despite the fact that the pitcher, Gary Gentry, is on deck. Now, time is called for a moment as Eddie Yost wants some direct communication with Harrelson. He figures that Harrelson doesn't have the sign. So Yost called time and came down to deliver directly. The Mets are leading by a score of 2-1. to one. They have runners at first and second with nobody out here in the bottom half of the second inning. Champion off the stretch. Runners lead first and second. Here's the pitch, and it is in there for a call strike. He didn't offer to bunt it. Harrelson yesterday was three for three, and he had two doubles. He's had nine doubles this year and six triples. And he has been a wonder with the glove. Bud Harrelson. Here's a swing of the ground ball to short. Money up. Goes over to Harmon for one to throw the first not in time. And moving on to third is Swoboda. So it'll be runners at first and third with one man out. The force went Don Money to Terry Harmon. His throw on trying to complete the relay. Pull Richie Allen off and Harrelson becomes the base runner. Gary Gentry is coming up. He is six for 59. He has one double. He is hitting 102. Gentry has not batted in a run yet in his major league career. He'd have an opportunity right here with a runner at third. Runner's lead champion off the stretch. Here's a pitch in there for a call strike. Tommy Agee is on deck for the Mets. Atlanta got four runs in the top half of the first inning. So going to the bottom of the first, Atlanta four and Cincinnati coming to bat. The Cubs got a run in the bottom of the first. It's the Pirates won. The Cubs won at the end of an inning. Here's a swing and a miss. Strike two to Gary Gentry. Dick Selma is pitching for the Chicago Cubs this afternoon. He's won 12 and lost six. Bob Moose is pitching for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's won 10 and lost two. Pirates are coming up in the top of the second. The score is tied. 1-1. Two-strike delivery. Foul back and out of play. The count holds at two strikes. checks the runners here's a two strike delivery swung on and missed strike three struck him out second strike out for champion two minutes away and Agee's coming up he homered in the first inning when the Chicago Cubs leave New York they go to Philadelphia for a brief series and then on into St. Louis For a weekend series against the Cardinals. Here's a pitch that is in for a called strike. 
So next weekend, the Cubs will be playing the Cardinals. The Mets will be playing the Pirates in Pittsburgh. Pitch to A.G. In there for a strike. It's a two-strike count. So with the Mets trading the Cubs by three and a half games, you ask a veteran observer how he figures the race, and he says, tell me first how the seven games between the Cubs and Cards will come out and how the nine games between the Mets and the Pirates will come out. There's a lot to be done yet. That is low and away. It's one and two to A.G. Swoboda is the runner at third. Harrelson is the runner at first. That weekend of September 19, 2021, the Pirates will be in here at Shea for five games in three days. And the same weekend, the Cubs and the Cards will be playing a four-game series. Third to first, and Harrelson's back in safely. Swoboda holding it third. This is a one-two pitch to Tommy Agee. Third to first, again, not in time. The Mets are leading two to one. Foul back and out of play. The count holds at one and two now to Ag. Mets fans at Shea Stadium have learned to play the scoreboard game. They keep an eagle eye on that scoreboard that keeps track of the Pittsburgh-Chicago game. Here's a swing and a ground ball to third, taken by Tony Taylor. He goes to second for the fourth. That retires the side. As he got Harrelson sliding in there. It is no run, no hit, no errors, two walks and two left. And at the end of two full innings of play, the score is the Mets two and the Phils one. Hi, this is Bob Walton at Walton Sports Shop, urging you to stop in and see us when you need camping equipment. Now that vacation time is here, have you found that in checking over your equipment that you need something additional? Then stop in and see the wide selection we have to offer. Walton's carries pack frames, canteens, and mess kits. If this is your first year of tenting, then be sure that you see Walton's for all styles of tents, air mattresses, and Coleman stoves and lanterns. Walton's carries a full line of famous name sleeping bags. Of course, at Walton's, hunters can find everything in one convenient location. Guns, ammunition, and hand-loading equipment, and rifle scopes to make those long shots surer and safer. For the golfers, be sure to visit Walton's Par 3 room where you'll find a complete line of golf equipment. Shoes, clubs, bags, carts, and a rainproof jacket for just $9.95. A complete line of equipment for all sports is what you'll find at Walton Sports Shop, Lake Avenue in Saratoga, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen. New York Mets uh, leading the Philadelphia Phillies by a score of 2-1. to one. And in Chicago, the Pirates and Cubs are tied 1-1 at the end of an inning. Here for the play-by-play, Ralph Kiner. Okay, thank you, Lindsey Nelson, and hi, everyone. Philly champion will lead off for the Phillies against starting pitcher Gary Gentry for the Mets. Gary making his 29th start. Champions had five hits and 30 times up a right-hand batter, and the first pitch is swung on a miss, strike one. Pirates got their one run in the first inning on a single by Alou, and Williams bobbled the ball, and Alou got to third. He scored when Huntley threw wild in trying to pick him off third. 
Cubs came back and got a run on singles by Kessinger, Williams, and Sano. And the next pitch is outside the count. One ball, one strike. Gary Gentry has given up one run, allowed two hits, a double and a single. Allen driving the run in his 69th of the year. Now a wild swing and a miss at a curveball to count one and two on Billy Champions. Allen taking the club lead and runs batted in. He had been tied with Darren Johnson at 68. Next pitch back, fastball, swung on a miss, strike three, and Gentry now has struck out his last three batters. One out in the top of the third, and Terry Harmon coming up. Harmon was out in a fine play by Bud Harrelson his first time up. For the finest products on the road, drive into Sitco, a nice place to visit. Harmon had a record of two for eight in the previous games of the series. Now the first pitch, a changeup, but low on its one ball, no strikes. Harmon's overall record for the season, 228, with no home runs and 14 runs batted in. Gentry tries a fastball and misses low and away. Two balls, no strikes. Mets lead 2-1 to one on home runs by Tommy Agee and Art Shamsky. Next pitch is hit in the air toward shallow right center. Going over is Swoboda. He makes the call and the catch. Two men away. The outfield is still very tricky. It's wet and heavy and very slippery. But the ground crew, headed by John McCarthy, doing a fabulous job in getting the outfield in any kind of shape at all. Yesterday, rain bottles all over the place. Now the batter for the Phillies, Tony Taylor. He doubled his first time up and scored the first run of the ball game. Mets lead two to one. Taylor batting at 264 with two home runs and 25 runs batted in. And Gentry with the first pitch. It's over the inside corner, a called strike. Taylor playing at third base and Darren Johnson going to left field with Johnny Briggs doing reserve duty and not able to play. One strike pitch. It is in for a fastball strike. Strike two. Larry Heisel has a sprained hand, and he is unable to play. Heisel having a great year in his first full season in the major leagues with 20 home runs and a 265 average. Next pitch is way inside, and Taylor jackknifes away to keep from getting hit. One and two. Mets are missing their top hitter, Cleon Jones. Cleon second in the batting race. Now a curveball swung on a miss, strike three. Four strikeout for... Gary Gentry, and a 1-2-3 inning. Gary has retired his last eight batters. And the score in the middle of the third. The New York Mets, two. Philadelphia Phillies, one. A lot of people these days are asking what this country's coming to. What it's all about. Well, it's about a lot of things that we take for granted. Like arguing with each other. Some places in the world you can't argue out loud about politics, for example. In some places, that's a privilege they're fighting for right now. We take a lot of other things for granted, too. Free enterprise. The new opportunities that people demand and get because they demand it. That's what America is all about. 
And that's why I'm a pilot in the Air Force Reserve. That's why one weekend a month, I fly. So we can stay on top. So nothing will take us by surprise. Just so we can keep on taking this country of ours for granted. If you have Air Force flying experience, contact the nearest Air Force Reserve unit or the Reserve Affairs Officer at the nearest Air Force base for further information and details. Bottom of the third, the Mets leading by a score of two to one, and the first batter for the Mets will be the third baseman, Wayne Garrett. Billy Champion pitching for the Phillies. He has given up two runs and two hits. And he's now pitching to Wayne Garrett for the second time. He got Wayne to ground out to Richie Allen, the first baseman, his first time up. And the right-hand pitcher with the first pitch. It's outside off the glove of the catcher. Ball one. Garrett batting 225. He has one home run and 32 runs batted in. Now champion back in the 1-0 pitch. Breaking pitch in for a call strike. One and one. Well, the New York Mets and the Borden Company are plays at the games between the Mets and the Chicago Cubs on Monday night, September 8th, and Tuesday night, September 9th. Two of the most important games of the year are available to holders of Borden coupons. Now the next pitch fouled into the stands in the count one and two. However, since it is impossible for us to judge how many people will avail themselves of the privilege, we have agreed to set aside 5,000 seats each night for the coupon holders. So it's suggested that you be at the ballpark early if you're planning on using your Borden coupon. That's Monday and Tuesday. Now a swing and a miss and strike three, and Wayne Garrett is struck out. Now one away and Don Clendenin coming up. Don struck out his first time up. Batting at 259 with 12 home runs and 43 runs batted in. The first pitch is swung on and fouled off the mask of the catcher Watkins. Strike one. The Mets are scheduled to play a twi-night doubleheader with Montreal on Wednesday, September 10th, which is also Borden's night at Shea. So it might be better to use your Borden coupons for that twi-night doubleheader than try and battle the 5,000 seats out here Monday and Tuesday night. Mets and Borden appreciate your understanding in this matter and thank you for your cooperation and continued patronage. Now a swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes. Billy Champion into the windup and the pitch back to Clendenin. Taken inside. Two and two. Don has not had a good series against the Phillies. He is one for 13. He had a tremendous series on the Dodger. Well, actually on the whole West Coast trip against San Diego, San Francisco and the Dodgers. Pitch is low on a full count, three and two to Don Clendenin. The on-deck batter, Archamsky. Pittsburgh got a run in the top of the second. They lead the Cubs now 2-1, to one, and the applause in the background is for the run that's posted on the scoreboard. Bob Moose against Dick Selma. Moose with a record of 10-2. and two. Dick Selma has won 12 and lost 6. When the Mets play the Cubs, they'll be set up with Kuzman and Seaver on the mound Monday and Tuesday night. 3-2 pitch. Outside, ball four. So Clendenin walks. That's the third walk given up by Billy Champion. It brings up Archamsky, who hit his 12th home run his first time up. Cubs are going to be pitching Bill Hands and 
Ken Holtzman, two 16-game winners. So it should be an exciting two games. First pitch to Shamsky popped up high in the air on the shortstop side. Now Money easing back onto the outfield grass and making the catch as Clendenin holds it first. So now two away and the batter coming up is Ken Boswell. Boswell flied to center field his first time up. He's had 15 hits in his last 33 times up. And Boswell's average to 260. Shamsky before popping up to the shortstop batting 301. Boswell in the series is two for eight. Left-hand batter, Clendenin at first base. Good speed there. Mets leading two to one. And the pitch. Breaking pitch in the dirt. He gets away momentarily from Watkins, but Clendenin, seeing the ball close by, does not try to go. One ball, no strike. At the end of one and a half innings, Atlanta four, Cincinnati nothing. Ron Reed pitching for Atlanta. Culver started for Cincinnati making a comeback after being on the disabled list, and he was knocked out in the first, and Carroll is now pitching for the Reds. 1-0. and And then in his running, and the pitch is taken low. The throw by Watkins is in the dirt. Clendenin slides in with a belly slide, and he is safe. Clendenin with his third stolen base, and in scoring position in the count, two balls and no strikes. Watkins' throw was in the dirt, taken by the shortstop, Don Money. And Clendenin beating the tag after Money had made the catch. In with his third stolen base. Mets are forcing the ball game, trying to add to their 2-1 lead. Boswell with a count of 2-0, and Champion now back to the plate. The pitch is in the dirt. He gets away from Watkins, but again, he gets to it in a hurry. And Clendenin not taking any chances with two men away and in scoring position, not trying to go to third. Good heads-up baseball by Dunn. The advantage of trying for third with two men away is not that good. Three balls, no strikes. On deck, better runs for Boda. Boswell checking to see whether or not he's hitting. He could be. And the 3-0 pitch. He was hitting, but it was inside, and it's ball four. So now runners at first and second base on two walks, and Ron Svoboda coming up. Fourth walk given up by Billy Champion in the ballgame. Ron was the first man to walk. That came his first time up in the second. Ron's average at 242 with six home runs and 41 runs batted in. Cubs did not score in the bottom of the second, so Pittsburgh going to the top of the third, leading two to one. Here's the pitch to Swoboda. And it's in. The curveball over the inside corner as Ron leans away. Strike one. Pittsburgh in the second got... A run on a walk, an infield hit, a wild pitch, and a lose single to go in front by a score of 2-1. to one. And the next pitch is low in the count, 1-1. One and one. Pittsburgh's other run came on a base hit by Lou, an error by Billy Williams, a Lou going to third, and then Randy Huntley threw the ball wild trying to pick a Lou off third, and a Lou came in to score. Next pitch, a check swing foul ball into the stand. One ball, two strikes.
Don Clendenin on second base. A walk and a stolen base got him there. Behind him, Boswell at first. He got there on a walk. And the count, one and two on Ron Swoboda. Two men away. Here's the pitch. Slider outside and two balls, two strikes. Mets left two men on in the second. Now I have two more on here. And at 2-2, the pitch is high and inside. It's ball three. So Ron Trovota has worked the count full, and that will set it up for the runners to be running with the next pitch. The on-deck batter is Jerry Grody. Mets leading 2-1, two, two men out, bottom half of the third. Brendan at second with a good-sized lead. Boswell at first base, checking out Richie Allen, the first baseman. Bear has him in his eyes. Now the set position and the pitch. The runner's goal. The pitch is hit. Foul back into the stand. So Clendenin back to second. Boswell back to first. And the count remains at three balls and two strikes. When Champion walked two in the second to put runners at first and second. Later on the Mets with runners at first and third. John Boozer was warming up in the bullpen. No one throwing now for the Phillies. Once again, the set position. The runners go. The pitch hit hard down to third. Taylor has it, though. And a throw to first base to Allen is in time for the out that retires the side. No runs, no hits, two walks. No errors and two men left on. And the score at the end of three. The New York Mets, two. The Philadelphia Phillies, one. college days, why not make it a happening? The start of something big. In all the world, only a few thousand men have mastered the skies from the deck of a ship at sea. You could be one of them as a naval aviator. If you're going to be something, why not be something special? It's where it's all happening. Now. This is New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3, Saratoga Springs, New York. Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Shea City. And the Mets leading 2-1, and the Phillies have their big slugger, Richie Allen, the leadoff here in the fourth. On the mound for the Mets is Gary Gentry. Allen drove in the one run that the Phillies have his first time up. And the first pitch is a wild swing at a breaking pitch. Ball one, and Allen was all set up to hit a fastball out of the ballpark. He was fooled by the curve, and the count strike one. One strike pitch, breaking pitch back for a call, strike two. Allen's single was the left field, and it drove in Tony Taylor with the Phillies' run that put them in front in the first. The Mets got two in the first to take it back. 
Now a curveball just outside. One ball, two strikes. Rusty Staub has hit a three-run home run for Montreal against the St. Louis Cardinals in the third. His 26th, and Montreal leads the Cardinals 3-0 after two and a half innings. Bill Stolman pitching for Montreal. Steve Carlton going for the Cardinals. Now a fastball that spins Allen away and out of the batter's box. It's two balls, two strikes. Allen's base hit only his second in the series and 13 times up in the first inning. Now a 2-2 the pitch. Curveball grounded foul. Ball taken by Wayne Garrett by the third base coach and manager, George Myatt. Now remains two balls, two strikes. Pittsburgh out in the top of the third. They lead now after two and a half, two to one over the Cubs. Bob Moose and Dick Selma, the opposing pitcher. Next pitch is hit high in the air to shallow center field. Tommy Agee coming in. He has plenty of time to get to it. And he makes the catch. So Allen becomes the first out in the fourth inning, and that brings up Johnny Callison. Johnny hit into a force play his first time up. He's 0 for 1. Allen batting 299 before the out. Callison coming up, hitting at 260. Callison, a left-hand batter with 14 home runs and 48 runs batted in. Gary Gentry with his pitch. Change up and a beauty. It's in for a call strike. Callison was fooled completely. He was going to swing and then held up, but the pitch was in the strike zone. Gentry with a record of 10 and 11. He got his 10th win his last time out. It took him 10 starts to get that 10th win. Now a changeup again, but this one out of the strike zone. It's one and one. One ball, one strike. And Gentry into the windup. And the pitch, a fastball hit down toward first base. Clendenin takes it, moves in, throws underhanded to Gentry covering at the bag for the out. Two up and two away, and it brings up Darren Johnson. Darren flat out to right field his first time up. Darren hitting at 260 with 16 home runs and 68 runs batted in. Johnson from San Diego, California. Originally signed by the New York Yankees. First pitch to Johnson. It is a curveball that is low and away, ball one. Darren was an All-America high school football player at San Diego. 1-0 pitch, fastball just inside as Johnson backs away. Two balls, no strikes. He and Floyd Robinson, who played in the major leagues, played in the same team together. The 2-0 pitch. Fastball that is inside, ball three. And Gentry and Grody turn around and say to Frank Sicori, where was it? And Sicori probably said, right over, but too slow. Here's the 3-0 pitch. Fastball that is inside again and just off the plate, ball four. And again, Gentry did not like the call. He turns his back on the umpire in disgust. So Gentry walks his first man, and with two men away, the Phillies have the time run at first base. And their center fielder, Ron Stone, coming up. 
Ron flat out to left field his first time up. He's batting at 249 with one home run and 24 runs batted in. And the first pitch to the left-hand batter. It swung on and missed. Strike one. Gentry with a curveball picking up a strike. Gentry's curveball is a hard, short curve. And he throws it fairly close to the same speed as his fastball. He also throws a slider that is very fast, and he has used his changeup to help him change speeds. Now, fastball foul tipped into the glove of Grody. Strike two. Gentry does not appear to be a rookie, which he is. He has a lot of poise, a lot of concentration, and tremendous determination. And at two strikes, the pitch back to Stone, a pitch out. Nothing on, and the count one and two. Mets here today will go over their attendance mark for last year. Here's a one-two pitch. And it is just low, and again, a very, very close pitch. Two balls, two strikes. Mets have drawn 1,759,910, and with this crowd here today, it'll be close to 1,800,000. Two balls, two strikes, and the pitch. Change up, beautiful change, but hit well off the glove of Don Van Denen and on by Boswell, who tried to stop to get back to it. And into right field. Picking the ball up is Ron Swoboda, and on the play, Johnson goes to third, and now the time run is at third on the base hit by Ron Stone, who really held in there well against the change up and hit that ball hard off the glove of Don Van Denen. That'll bring up the catcher, Dave Watkins. Watkins was struck out his first time up. Watkins, a right-hand batter, hitting 125. He has three home runs and nine runs batted in. And the Phillies now threatening, trying to get back to at least the tie ball game with the time run at third. Go-ahead run at first base. Two men out were in the top of the fourth. Gentry taking a long time to read the signs. Now he sets up. And the pitch. Curveball swung on and fouled down in the dirt. Strike one. Cleveland has taken the lead from the Yankees at the end of three and a half. Cleveland three, the Yankees two. The Yankees got off of that ball game to a two-nothing lead after one and a half. Al Downing was knocked out of the box. Bill Burback is now pitching for New York. And the next pitch, a fastball over the inside corner. Strike two. Louis Tion pitching for the Indians. At the end of four, Boston two, Washington one. The end of two, Baltimore two, Detroit two. McLean pitching in that game for Detroit. Going for number 23. The two-strike pitch. It is popped in the air out to the shortstop, Bud Harrelson. And Bud back battling onto the outfield grass. Makes an easy catch in the side is retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, a walk, and two men left on. And the score in the middle of the fourth. The New York Mets two, the Philadelphia Phillies one. 
Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. Residents of Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today. for the Mets here in the bottom of the fourth inning as the Mets lead by a score of two to one. Philly champion working for the Phillies. He has given up two runs on two hits. Home runs by Tommy Agee and Art Chamsky. Mets have had four walks in the ball game. One of them going to Jerry Grody his first time up. And a curve is in for a call strike. Jerry's had ten runs batted in his last ten ball games. And his 38 RBIs for the season sets a club record for a catcher, breaking one held by Jesse Gonder, set in 1964 at 35. One strike pitch is swung on and foul tip. Strike two. Brody batting 245 with his six home runs and 38 runs batted in. He'll be followed by Bud Harrelson and Gary Gentry. And the two-strike pitch, low and away, one and two. Champion has lost once to the Mets this year, and that was a one-nothing loss to Gary Gentry. His overall record, five and seven. This is his 18th start. Now the next pitch, a curve hit hard, but taken by Tony Taylor as he moves to his glove side in the air for the out. Well, the Cubs got a run in the bottom of the third. They have tied up their ball game with Pittsburgh at 2-2. Bob Moose and Dick Selma, the opposing pitchers. Now for the Mets, Bud Harrelson steps up. Bud hit into a force play with runners at first and second his first time up. Average at 237 with no home runs and 20 runs batted in. And the first pitch hit hard down to the shortstop, Don Money. He takes the second off, throws the first base for the out. That'll bring up Gary Gentry. Mets are leading by a score of 2-1. to one. Gary has had six hits and 60 times up. He struck out his first time up in this game. This game will decide the series season here at Shea Stadium. Both sides have won four games. Total of nine games played in the overall series. First pitch a curve low and away, ball one. Mets hold the edge season-wise. They have won eight of the 14 games played. Next pitch is too low for a ball. It's two and all. Oh. 
Two balls, no strikes. Champion now back again. And a fastball, a swung on a miss. The Mets have two remaining games with the Cubs here and two in Chicago, the final games of the year. They have three here with Montreal. Now another swing and a miss. And the count, strike two. And they have two in Montreal. They have nine games with Pittsburgh, five here. And they have two games with St. Louis here. And the next pitch is swung on and missed. And strike three. So the side retired in order for the first time by Billy Champion. The strikeout his third in the ball game, make it his fourth. And the score at the end of four. The Mets two, the Philadelphia Phillies one. You can tell a great beer even after you finish drinking. Just look at that lacy head still clinging to the side of your empty glasses. Those rings of lace mean the head stayed up as your beer went down. That's the sign of a great beer. The sign of Rheingold Extra Dry. The beer with the 10-minute head. That head tells you Rheingold's brewed of the finest malt. Rheingold's aged to perfection. So after you finish your next Rheingold, look for the lace inside your glass. Even on an empty glass, the proud Rheingold 10-minute head leaves its mark of greatness. My beer is Rheingold, the dry beer. Haven't you timed it yet? Rheingold Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey. In the game between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field, the Cubs tied it with a run in the second when Dick Stelma doubled and Billy Williams singled him home for the 2-2 tie so that the Pirates are now batting in the fourth inning with the score tied 2-2. Right here, the Mets are leading the Phillies by a score of 2-1 and shortstop Don Money's up in the top of the fifth Gary Gentry's pitch, swung on and missed. Started him off with a breaking pitch. Pitcher Billy Champion is on deck. Now the strike one delivery. Curveball in there for a call, strike two. Now here's the two-strike delivery. Fastball, low, and it's one and two. To Don Money. Mets and the Chicago Cubs here tomorrow night and Tuesday night. Here's a pitch outside for a ball. It's 2-2. Art Friedman, how many riders did you say Chicago's bringing? Nine riders coming in with the Chicago Cubs for this series. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Swung on and Ms. Gentry gets his fifth strikeout. One away, nobody on base, and Billy Champion's coming up. He's been up one time, and he's struck out. Champion's hitting 161 for the season. Feeling a little thirsty just now? Give yourself a refreshment treat and open up a cold bottle of Royal Crown Cola. R.C., the comer. Pitch to the right-hand bat. Fastball line in the right center field for a base hit. A.G. is over. Picks it up, plays it back, and Billy Champion lined the fastball for a single. 
So there is the tying run at first, one away, and Terry Harmon's coming up. Grounded out and flied out, leadoff man, batting right-handed. Mets have two runs, two hits, both of them home runs. The Phillies have one run, four hits. Here's Gentry's delivery, and it's low for a ball. Jerry Grody catching this game for the Mets. Glendennon plays behind the runner at first. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled off. Had him jammed a little bit off the handle. Fouled it off his leg, and it rebounded out onto the field. Count of one and one to Terry Harmon. There is a new ballpark presently under construction in Philadelphia, which will be the future home of the Philadelphia Phillies. This is a 1-1 pitch. And it's in there for a call, strike two. Phillies currently play their home games at venerable Connie Mack Stadium, once Scheib Park. Now the pitch. Foul back and out of play. Just got enough of the bat on it to stay alive. The count holds one and two to Terry Harmon. There is also a new stadium under construction in the city of Pittsburgh. Three Rivers Stadium. Where the Pittsburgh Pirates will make their future home. This will be a one-two pitch. Here's a pitch high for a ball. It's 2-2. For several years now, the University of Pittsburgh has owned the property where Forbes Field is located. They own most of the property in that particular section of town. Apparently, uh, they have some pretty good assurances that the new stadium will be ready next year in Pittsburgh for the start of the season because they're making plans to tear Forbes Field down at the end of the season. There's a swing and a foul ball up the right field line. Clint Dunham gives chase over near the stands. He can't get to it. The tarp is rolled up on a cylinder there up against the barrier in front of the lower field boxes, and Clint Dunham had one foot up on the cylinder ready to go up there if need be, but he couldn't get it. It was several rows back into the field boxes. So the count is even at 2-2. Tony Taylor is kneeling in the on-deck circle. There is a new stadium under construction in the city of Cincinnati as well, although they are not very hopeful that it will be ready for the start of next baseball season. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Swung on, and he's in the air to right field. Swoboda comes up. He's there. He makes the catch. Holding it first, his champion, two away. Tony Taylor coming up. He has doubled and later scored in the first inning. He slammed one between third baseman Wayne Garrett and the bag for two bases with one man out in the first and scored on Richie Allen's base hit. Taylor struck out in the third inning. Now off the stretch here is the pitch. Swung on and line in the left, and Chansky comes over to one hop the ball. Plays it back. Champion goes to second and holds. Taylor's on with a single to the left, and Richie Allen is coming up. 
So, a little difficulty here with runners at first and second. Two men out and Richie Allen at the plate. Allen has singled a drive and a run, and he has slid to center field so far. Hitting 298 for the season with 29 home runs and 68 runs batted in. But one of the game's power hitters, Richie Allen. The Mets are leading 2-1. to one. The Phils have runners at first and second with two men out. Gary Gentry sets up, checks the runners. Here's the pitch to Richie Allen. Breaking ball and in there for a call strike. Johnny Callison is next in the order. Sun breaks through the overcast here at Chase Stadium at this moment. Here's the pitch. A little high for a ball. It's one and one. Well, when you get into September and you're alive in a pennant race, they are all big games. Here's a swing and a drive in the right center field. That's the base hit. It'll score champion. He's around third and he's coming home. Taylor's on his way to third. Champion scores. Taylor's at third base holding. Richie Allen's on with a single to center a run batted in. The score is tied at 2-2. Johnny Callison coming up. And the Mets aren't out of the woods yet because Callison is the cleanup batter. He has grounded into a force play and grounded out first base to the pitcher covering so far. 259 average for the season, 14 homers and 48 runs batted in. Well, we're getting a little action stirring around down in the Met bullpen. With the Phils batting in the fifth. Nolan Ryan is getting up to throw. Nolan Ryan. Swinging a drive into right field. Swoboda's coming up. Can't get it. A run scores. Swoboda one hops the ball. Plays it back. Allen holds it second. Callison at first. Swinging a right. A run batted in. Taylor scored from third. And the Phils are leading by a score of three to two. Three consecutive base hits, overall four hits in the inning off Jerry Gentry. And here comes pitching coach Rube Walker to the mound. Darren Johnson's coming up. He's fly to right and walk so far. Nolan Ryan throwing out there in the bullpen. In Chicago, the Pirates two, the Phillies two. With Chicago batting in the bottom of the fourth. Right here, the Phillies three, the Mets two, with the Phillies batting in the top of the fifth. Mets started the day three and one half games back. Of the Chicago Cubs. Gary Gentry steps off. That's inside for a ball. It's one and oh. It's a 1-0 delivery. 
It's high. Gentry goes behind the Darren Johnson, 2-0. Ron Stone next in the order. The Cubs did not score in the bottom of the fourth, so coming to the fifth inning, Pirates are coming up tied 2-2 with the Chicago Cubs. Nolan Ryan still throwing in the mid bullpen here. 2-0 pitch to Darren Johnson. Foul back out of play. It's 2-1. Richie Allen, the runner at second, and John Callison at first. Again, Gentry off the stretch. Pitch is swung on and popped up in foul territory to the right side. Grody's looking for a play in front of the mid dugout. And he one hands it for the out. That is retired. But the Phillies picked up two runs on four hits, no errors, and two left. In the middle of the fifth inning, the score is the Phillies three, the Mets two. Hi, this is Greg Morris of Mission Impossible with an important question for young men. Do you know where you're going? Have you considered the Coast Guard? The United States Coast Guard builds well-rounded men, experts in a variety of fields, men with eyes on the future. At the United States Coast Guard Academy, you'll receive the finest education and military training, a Bachelor of Science degree, and the commission in the United States Coast Guard. If you have the ability to take command, the Coast Guard is interested in you. At the Academy, you can concentrate on engineering, management, or oceanography. Your training and education will encompass every facet of the Coast Guard's humanitarian mission. If you have what it takes, take a career in the Coast Guard. For brochure and application form, write to the Director of Admissions, Coast Guard Academy, New London, Connecticut. That's the Director of Admissions, Coast Guard Academy, New London, Connecticut. base hit since off Billy Champion. So it's A.G. coming up here now in the bottom of the fifth. He has homered and grounded into a fourth play so far. Once again, the Mets send the top of the batting order up, trailing by one run. Here's Champion's pitch. Swung on and missed at strike one. He's gotten stronger and steadier as he's gone along. He struck out four and walked four. Pitches foul back and out of play. Two strikes now to A.G. Followed by Garrett and then by Clendenin. Two strike delivery is way outside. It's one and two now. The home run hit by A.G. in the first inning was his 25th of this season. Now the one-two delivery. Outside low. He's two-two. The two-two offering. Curveball high and the count is full at three and two. 
Billy Champion walked two men in the second inning and two more in the third and then retired the side in order in the fourth. Here's a payoff pitch. He checked, took it high, and walked. The fifth walk given by Billy Champion gives the Mets a leadoff base run of the tying runners at first for the Mets and Wayne Garrett's coming up. He's looking down to sign man Eddie Yost to see if anything's on here. On that 3-2 pitch, A.G. swung his body around but checked the bat in time. It was high out of the strike zone. Taylor in on the edge of the grass at third to protect against a sacrifice possibility with Clinton and on deck, Garrett at the plate. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a call strike and he was ready to swing away. Richie Allen holding against Tommy Agee at first base. Throw to first, Agee's back. As Champion was up in the stretch, Tony Taylor had moved several steps in on the grass at third. Garrett waiting. Here's the pitch. He watches in there for a call strike, too. He was ready to swing away again. The end of five innings of play. Boston was leading Washington 2-1, to one, but Frank Howard has hit a six-inning solo home run for the Senators to make that a 2-2 game, and for Howard, home run number 44. Reggie Jackson hit one yesterday, his 46. It's a swing and a fly ball down the left field line. Chased back there by Tony Taylor. It's open foul territory out of play. Nobody can get it. Taylor was going, money was going, and Darren Johnson, the left fielder, was coming over, but it fell in foul territory down the left field line out of play, and it'll bring Garrett back to the plate with a two-strike count. So Frank Howard has 44 home runs now in the American League, and Reggie Jackson has 46. Right here, the Phillies are leading the Mets by a score of 3-2. to two. Mets have A.G. at first, nobody out. Wayne Garrett's up with a two-strike count. Glenn Dunham waiting on deck. Now the pitch. Swung on and missed, struck him out. Strikeout number five. Now we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WKAJ-FM, Saratoga Springs, New York. 102.3 on your FM dial, the home of the New York Mets. This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner at Shea Stadium. Don Clendenin at the plate for the Mets now with one man out. A.G. takes his lead at first. He's running, and here's a swing and a miss. Throw to second. It's high. A stolen base for A.G. Number nine for Tommy A.G., they have the hit and run on with A.G. moving on to pitch. Clinton and swung and missed, but A.G. stole it anyway. So the tying run is in scoring position at second base. The count is strike one to Clinton, who today has struck out and walked so far. And that fans get a little aroused here now. They want that tying run in. The Phillies are one run on top. Playing on a fly ball down the right field line, curving into foul territory, into the seats and out of play. John goes to two strikes to Clendenin with Ari Shamsky waiting on deck. The Mets have had only two hits on Billy Champion, both of them in the first inning and both of them home runs. 
two-strike delivery. And away. So it's one and two. Catcher Dave Watkins flashes a sign for Billy Champion, who sets up and checks A.G. at second. Now the pitch is high, and it's two and two to Clem Dennis. Pittsburgh did not score in the top of the fifth, going to the bottom of the fifth in Chicago. The Pirates two and the Cubs two. Two-two deliveries, a curveball high. So now Champion goes behind the Clendenin. Three and two. Both starting pitchers are still in the game in Chicago. Dick Selma for the Cubs and Bob Moose for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Champion sets up the payoff pitch. Swung on and missed. He strikes out Clem Dennis. Strikeout number six for Champion. Two missed out in the bottom of the fifth, and Art Chamsky coming up. Chamsky has homered and popped to short. The Atlanta Braves are leading the Cincinnati Reds, six to one, going to the bottom of the fourth. Montreal is leading the St. Louis Cardinals, three to nothing, going to the bottom of the fifth. Rusty Staub, it is 26 homer in the third inning with two on. The end of two innings, Giants nothing, Houston nothing. Ray Sadecki against Don Wilson. The Dodgers are at San Diego in a later start. San Diego has taken three straight from the Los Angeles Dodgers. Chamsky is in and waiting. Here is the pitch. Swung on and fouled off. It's strike one. John Boozer and Al Raffo are throwing in the bullpen for the Philadelphia Phillies. A pair of right-handers, John Boozer, Al Raffo. Chamsky is a little tired of waiting, so he backs out of the batter's box. Let's need a big base hit here to get the tying run in from second base. They have the cleanup batter at the plate. Here's the strike one delivery. Swung on and popped up down the left field line. Chased back by Tony Taylor. Over by Darren Johnson. Back by Money and nobody can get it. Foul ball. Out of play. Sliced down the left field line. A high pop that fell in among Don Money, Darren Johnson, and Tony Taylor. That brings Shamsky back to the plate with a two-strike count. Phillies, three runs, seven hits. The Mets, two runs, two hits. Now the pitch. Missing outside. It's one and two. Measures his stance back in and waiting. Tommy Agee leads at second base with two men out. This is a one-two pitch. Swung on it in the air to left field, and Darren Johnson moves over and back. He's there, and Johnson makes the catch. Side is out. It is no runs, no hits, no errors, a walk, a stolen base, and one man left. The end of five full innings to play. The score is the Phillies three, the Mets two. 
This is Bob Walton of Walton Sports Shop, Lake Avenue in Saratoga Springs. Now you can have action the year-round with Johnny Stewart's transistorized Electrocall Crow and Varmint Caller. When you project these sounds on the Electrocall, you get results. Foxes, bobcats, and especially crows come as fast as they can run or fly. Crow and varmint calling is a sport you can enjoy year-round, day and night, in most areas of the country. Sharpen your eye for the coming hunting season, and at the same time, help get rid of predators. Stop in at Walton Sport Shop in Saratoga Springs for a demonstration on how to call crows and fox, and have fun doing it. Ask to see the Johnny Stewart Electrocall. Crows and varmints can't resist the calling sounds of the game in Crow Callers Library. Remember, that's Walton Sports Shop, Lake Avenue, Saratoga Springs, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen. In the top of the sixth inning, it'll be Ron Stone up to lead off. For the Philadelphia Phillies facing Gary Gentry. Pittsburgh Pirates are batting in the sixth inning. Tied with the Cubs 2-2. Ron Stone has fly to left and had a base hit so far. Left-hand batter playing center field today. Larry Heisel is out with a sprained hand. And John Briggs is out because of a military obligation today on behalf of the Phil. Pitch to the left-hand batter. Breaking pitch in there for a call strike. Dave Watkins is on deck. Today's baseball quiz on the message board in right field. Do you know how many players have won the American League Triple Crown more than once? How many players have won the American League Triple Crown more than once? That's in for a call strike. Another curveball. In the middle of the sixth inning, the Cleveland Indians are leading the New York Yankees by a score of 3-2. to two. Time has been called because of rain in Cleveland. Swing to drive foul on the right field line out of play. The count holds it two strikes. The end of four, Baltimore two, Detroit two. Denny McLean going after his 23rd. Dave McNally in quest of his 18th. Right here, the Phil's three and the Mets two. Pitch breaks low, and it's one and two now. Ron Stone back in and waiting. Gentry has struck out five, walked one. Airball hammered on the ground to first. A big hop to Clendon, and he makes the play unassisted. There's one away. The loans are larger at Household Finance. Now borrow up to $1,400 at any HFC office in New York. Remember, larger loans, Household Finance. Dave Watkins has struck out and popped out so far.
Right-hand batter. Bunts, and it's a foul ball on a play. Trying to bunt his way on. Said he bunted it back, and it's strike one. Watkins bats number seven in the order. He's the catcher, but he has good speed. Don Money has moved out on deck. Nets and the Cubs here tomorrow night, Tuesday night. A lot of baseball excitement in New York. Pitch to the right-hand batter. Curveball, and it's in there for a call. Strike two. Two-strike delivery. Breaking pitch on the outside corner for a call. Strike three. Second out. Six-strike out for Gentry. Two fills out in the sixth inning. Don Money is coming up and up twice. Struck out both times. Phillies three, Mets two. Cincinnati Reds are bought, have brought former Met Dennis Ryband in now in relief of Clay Carroll. Pitch is low and away for a ball. George Culver started for Cincinnati today. Clay Carroll relieved him in the first inning when Atlanta got four runs. Now in the sixth, Dennis Ryband is on to do the pitching for the Reds. Ron Reed, with a record of 14-9, has been in all the way for Atlanta. Money swings and misses. It's one and one. The end of five innings, Atlanta leading Cincinnati by a score of 6-1. to one. Pittsburgh and Chicago tied 2-2. Pirates batting in the sixth. Swinging a foul ball back and out of play. It's one and two now to money with two men out and nobody on base. In the middle of the third inning, Giants nothing, Houston nothing. Ray Sadecki, five and eight against John Wilson, 16-10. Manny Sanguian has hit a home run. It's fifth of the year for the Pittsburgh Pirates in the sixth inning with one man on to put the Pirates out front by a score of four to two, and that's the crowd reaction. Manny Sanguian. And Gary Gentry, the message, turned to look at the scoreboard when he heard the crowd. One-two pitch to Money. Fired high and tight across the letters. Driving him out, and it's 2-2. Two, two. Pirates are leading the Chicago Cubs 4-2. Nolan Ryan up and throwing again in the Met bullpen. Here's a 2-2 two, two pitch. It's taken high, and the count goes full at 3-2 and two now to Money. With pitcher Billy Champion on deck. Mets will have their number five man in the order leading off in the bottom of the sixth. So they got the bullpen warming up right now. Here's a 3-2 delivery. Swung on and hit in the air. Foul on the right field line. It'll be in the lower field boxes out of play. Count will hold full at three and two to Don Money. This will be a payoff pitch from Gary Gentry to Don Money. It's on the way. Hammered on the ground to third. It's a big hop up to Garrett. He guns to first, not in time. Money used his speed to beat it out. So that'll bring up the pitcher, Billy Champion, who struck out and had a base hit. The hit was number eight for the Phils. Off Gentry. 
Phillies are leading in the game by a score of three to two. They have a runner at first with two men out. This will be a pitch off the stretch to the right-hand batter. In there for a call strike, the champion. He hit a gentry fastball out into right center for a base hit with one man out in the fifth. Then after Terry Harmon flied to right, they picked up two runs. Here is a pitch that is low and away. It's one and one. Nolan Ryan throwing in earnest down there in the bullpen. Gentry sets and checks. Here's a swing and a drive into center field. Coming up fast is Agee. Can he get there? Yeah, he can. So the side is out on the looper into center field. It's no runs a hit, no errors, and one man left. In the middle of the sixth inning, the score is the Phillies three, the Mets two. trail by a run here. They are aware that the Pittsburgh Pirates have gone two runs ahead of the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field in Chicago. And the Pirates are still batting in the top of the sixth inning. The Mets come up here in the bottom of the sixth inning with Ken Boswell to lead off. He has slid to center and walked so far. Champion has been in all the way. He has limited the Mets to two hits, both of them in the first inning and both of them solo home runs. One by A.G., one by Shamsky. The answer to the baseball quiz is on the message board and right. We'll pass that along in just a moment. Boswell's a left-hand batter. Champion's a right-hand pitcher. And it's low for a ball. The answer to the baseball quiz, only once in American League history has a player won the Triple Crown more than one time. He's Ted Williams, who turned the trick in 1942 and 1947 with the Red Sox. That's in for a call strike. One and one out of Oswell with Swoboda on deck. Pirates are out now on the top of the sixth. They got the two runs on San Guillen's home run. So the Cubs come up in the bottom of the sixth. Both starting pitchers still in the game. Dick Stoma for the Cubs and Bob Moose for the Pittsburgh Pirates. There's a curveball high, and it's two and one. Champion has struck out six and walked five. Swing and a ground ball, and it's going through the hole in the right field for a base hit. 
Boswell rounds first and holds up as Callison returns it. The throw to first, he slides back in. Saw Boswell's leg, but no chance for him to advance any farther as he is on the bag. And Billy Champion retrieves the ball. Champion had moved in behind the base runner. Try to get him taking a wide turn. Dying run is at first. That is the third base hit for the Mets off champion. And the first one they've had since the first inning. Swoboda is up. He has walked and grounded out. Swoboda batting number six in the order. Nolan Ryan still up in the bullpen. The Phillies are leading three to two. The Mets have the tying run on the first here in the bottom of the sixth. Going to get a little action now down in the Philly bullpen. The pitch to Swoboda. He is low for a ball. It's John Boozer and Al Raffle. Same two right-handers who were up in the last inning. John Boozer, Al Raffle throwing the bullpen for the Phillies. Richie Allen holding against the runner. Boswell at first. Pitches hammered on the ground over the head of Taylor out into left field for a base hit. Boswell goes to second and holds, and Swoboda's on at first. He hammered a bounding base hit over the head of third baseman Tony Taylor out into left field. So, the Mets have runners at first and second. Nobody out. The number seven man in the order, Jerry Grody, is coming to the plate. He's followed by Bud Harrelson. So, let's see how the Mets play it here. They have Nolan Ryan. Still throwing down in the bullpen so that Gil Hodges can be ready to go to a pinch hitter for Gentry if they're in a good spot at that time. Bills lead 3-2. Grody has walked and lined up third base so far. Taylor in the cutout of the grass at third base and Allen on the edge of the grass at first expecting a punt. And they get it. It punted up the first baseline. A good one. Champion goes to Harmon at first. Sacrifice 1-4. It moves runners up. Boswell to third. Swoboda to second. But Harrelson will be coming up with a shot to get them home. The tying run is at third. The go-ahead run is at second. Harrelson has grounded into a fourth play and ground out short to first so far. He's a switch hitter batting left. He's hitting 236. He's had 20 runs batted in. He's the number eight man in the order. Gary Gentry wearing the jacket comes out on deck. Warm-ups now in San Diego. Claudio's team for the Dodgers, 18 and 11. Al Sanzarini, 6 and 13 for San Diego. Infield in for the Philadelphia Phillies. Pitches high and away for a ball. The Phillies with the infield in, hopeful of choking off the possible tying run at the plate. The Phillies have a one-run lead. The Mets have runners at second and third with one man out. Off the stretch. The pitch swung on and line to shortstop. There's no play at the plate at first base. Harrelson's up at the tying run score. It was knocked down by the shortstop. Don Money with Swoboda moving on to third. A hard hit ball. So it was off the glove of shortstop Don Money. He picked it up and made the play at first, but give Harrelson a run batted in. The score is tied 3-3. Jerry Gentry's going back to the dugout now. Swoboda's at third with two men out. And who's going to bat for Gary Gentry? Nobody's come out yet. J.C. Martin. J.C. Martin will bat 
for Gary Gentry. The paid attendance here this afternoon is 28,937. The total attendance is 29,865. J.C. Martin will bat. And now George Myatt, the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, is going to the mound for a word with Champion. Martin is a left-hand batter. He'll be batting for Gentry. So Gentry goes out of the ballgame after having pitched six innings. Given up three runs on eight hits. He struck out six and he walked one. If the Mets take the lead in this inning. Gentry will be the statistical benefactor. Two men out, Swoboda at third, score tied 3-3. J.C. Martin is hitting 2-23. He has four homers and 21 runs batted out. We're in the bottom of the sixth. Infield, of course, back to normal depth with two men out. Champion pitch low and away for a ball. J.C. Martin batting for Gentry. A.G.'s on deck. Al Raffo, John Boozer still throwing in the bullpen for the Phils. Now the 1-0 delivery. Outside for a ball. It's 2-0. Martin steps out of the box now to look down to sign man Eddie Yost at third. This will be a 2-0 delivery by Billy Champion. And it's low. He goes to 3-0 to J.C. Martin. J.C. with a handful of dirt now. Settles himself carefully back into the batter's box. Swoboda leads down the line from third. This is a 3-0 pitch. In there for a call strike. It's 3-1. and one. The Mets three, the Phils three. Here's the 3-1 delivery. Swung on and foul back off the screen, out of play, and it's three and two. Down three nothing. Billy Champion has come back to three two now against J.C. Martin. With two men out in the runner at third, this is a payoff pitch. Swung on and popped up foul off the line at third. Baylor is over, and so is the catcher, and Taylor makes the catch. So the side is out. It is one run on two hits. No errors and one left. The end of six full innings of play. The score is tied. The Mets three and the Phils three. Many people, when they reach 65, would like to slow down a little, but not necessarily to retire completely. Well, you do not have to retire completely to get Social Security benefits. You can earn as much as $1,680 in a year and still get a Social Security check every month. You can earn a good deal more than $1,680 in a year and still get part of the benefits, depending on how much more you earn. And here's an important point. No matter how much money you earn during the year, 
you can get a benefit check for any month in which you earn no more than $140. You've just heard a lot of figures, $1,680 in a year, $140 in a month, age 65. Don't be confused. If you have any questions at all about retirement, earnings, and Social Security benefits, get in touch with your Social Security office. The people there will be glad to answer your questions and help you apply for benefits. Nolan Ryan comes in the game now for the New York Mets to take over the pitching. Nolan's second outing since returning to the active list. He worked one inning in relief at Dodger Stadium. Nolan was sidelined for better than three weeks as the result of a leg injury and military duty. So while Nolan Ryan, the man with a blazing fastball, is warming up on the mound, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WKAJ-FM, Saratoga Springs, New York. 102.3 on your FM dial, the home of the New York Mets. Ralph Kiner. The seventh inning, the game is tied 3-3, and the leadoff banner is Terry Harmon. Gary Gentry, working six innings, can neither win nor lose as he goes out of the game with a score tied. Gary allowed three runs, gave up eight hits. Gentry walked only one man and struck out six. Now the windup and the pitch by Ryan, a pop-up into short right field. Here comes Swoboda. Boswell goes out, and Boswell has it. Kenny Boswell racing in the shallow right to make the catch and retire Terry Harmon. It brings up Tony Taylor, and Taylor has two hits and three times at bat. He has scored twice. Veteran infielder Tony Taylor. They now go to the seventh inning at Wrigley Field. The Pittsburgh Pirates lead the Chicago Cubs 4-2. Now Ryan into his windup. The pitch to Taylor. Inside, it's ball one. Manny Sangian in a two-run homer, putting Pittsburgh in front. The Pirates, the hottest team in the league right now, they have a team batting average of 281. Swing and a miss. Pirates have won 15 of their last 19. Mets have nine games left against the heavy-hitting Pirates. The 1-1 delivery. Ground ball hit the shortstop. Harrelson to his glove side is up with it. Throws to Clendenin. Two down. Now Nolan Ryan must contend with Richie Allen. Allen has two for three. Has driven in two of the three Philadelphia runs. Atlanta six. Cincinnati three. The game is in the seventh. Montreal three. St. Louis nothing. And the last of the seventh. Inside and high to Richie Allen, ball one. Giants nothing, Houston nothing at the end of three. Sadecki and Wilson are the pitchers. The warm-ups at San Diego, Claude Osteen and Al Santorini. And the curve is hit in the air to deep left center. A.G. moving back on the warning track, makes the catch. Side retired by Nolan Ryan, one, two, three. 
No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Seventh inning stretch time in the big, beautiful stadium. The crowd getting up for the score at the end of six and a half. The Phillies three and the Mets three. Very interesting, but the pay is lousy. This is Artie Johnson for Vista. I meant what I said. The pay is lousy. Vista volunteers only get $50 a month for the year they sign up, but they get an awful lot in satisfaction. The satisfaction of knowing that they've made life a little bit better for somebody who's had it pretty bad most of the time. Vista volunteers, volunteers in service to America, spend a year where the real poverty is, in the big city slums, in migrant worker camps. They teach. They help get cooperation from red tape-ridden agencies. They do whatever they can to make life a little bit better. It's one of the few programs in the land of plenty that's designed to help the plenty who have nothing. It's not a job. It's a dedication. If you think you might have the guts to try, write VISTA, V-I-S-T-A, Box A, Washington, D.C. Now that's what I call very interesting. Green ball is you enjoy seeing it. And let's close out their home season against St. Louis on Tuesday and Wednesday night. September 23rd and September 24th. Tommy Agee leading off bottom half of the seventh inning. The game tied 3-3. Billy Champion delivers at a curve over the outside corner strike one. For the crowd today, the Mets have passed their attendance for all of last season. Fouled back toward the press level. Last year, the Mets attracted 1,781,657. With the crowd today, the Mets have now drawn 1,788,847. Two-strike delivery off the outside corner. One ball and two strikes. The Mets have been out hit in this ball game 8-4. to four, And the game is tied 3-3. Dave Watkins setting up the target. It's high, and the count is even to Tommy, to Tommy Agee at 2-2. Two two. Now they're in the last of the seventh in Chicago. Pittsburgh 4, Chicago 2. These games running exactly the same. Here's the pitch on the way. And a foul behind the dugout and over into the crowd. They're in the last of the seventh in Chicago, and we're in the last of the seventh here at Shea Stadium. Wayne Garrett is on deck, and then Don Glendon. Billy Champion has been very difficult. He has allowed just four hits. Champion has thrown a lot of pitches. He's walked five and struck out six. So perhaps he may get a little arm-weary. And a foul ball back over our broadcasting booth. No play. Beautiful day for the ball game. Out of excitement. Now champions 2-2 delivery. Fouled again. Back up toward the first level and out of play. Tommy Agee homered in the first inning his 25th of the year. Hit into a force play in the second and reached on a walk in the fifth inning. After he walked in the fifth inning, he stole second. Agee cocks the bat. And a foul ball hit deep down the right field line, back over into the crowd. That ball had a lot of wood on it. 
Yogi Berra coaching at first. Eddie Yost coaching at third. That's trying to get a rally going here on the seventh. Pitching two and two. Fouled again back upstairs. No play. That's four wasted off by Tommy Agent. Just homered his 39th of the year. He hit it in the seventh with the bases clear. The Braves lead Cincinnati seven to three after six and a half. Pitching two and two. High ball three. Aaron's home run was off of ex-Met Dennis Rabin. Montreal leading St. Louis on a three-run homer by Rusty Stop. Now the pitch. Now ball back. No play. And again, A.G. fouls it up. A.G. winds up getting a walk. He certainly will have earned it. It's three and two on Tommy A.G. Now the wind-up by Champion. Here's the pitch. And another foul ball coming back into the crowd. Heisel is playing catch out of the Philadelphia bullpen. He has been sidelined with a bruised hand. Heisel, the regular center fielder, having quite a rookie season with 20 home runs. Pitching three and two. Low ball four, and AC draws a walk. He earned that one. That's the sixth walk by Billy Champion. Lowell Palmer and Turk Farrell will now start warming up in the Philly bullpen. Tommy Age, he looked at 12 pitches before getting the walk. They look for the bunt, and Garrett fouls the ball back over the screen. Wayne Garrett trying to move the runner, but he bunts the ball foul. Billy Champion threw 12 pitches to Tommy Age before he walked him. Game tied 3-3. Again, the Phils look for the sacrifice. Garrett squares around. Bunts foul. Strike two. Now let's see if Gill will have Garrett trying to bunt that third strike. So will the bunt play be on or will Garrett be swinging away? Garrett, a left-hand hitter. 0 for 3 this afternoon. And the pitch on the way, and he bunts the ball foul, strike three. Garrett, trying to advance the runner, bunts it foul back over the screen, and is a strikeout victim. The seventh strikeout for Billy Champion. Don Clendenin has struck out, reached on a walk, and been struck out, nothing for two. Billy is now with the infield at double plate up the outfield straight away against Don Clendenin, a power hitter. A.G. Bills a lead off first. And a pitch up, but nothing was on. Last time A.G. was on, he stole second, and so the Phillies have a wary eye. 
Mets three and the Phillies three. Bottom half of the seventh inning. Archamsky, the on-deck batter. And a throw to first. Not in time. Don Glendennon batting 258. And a throw to first by Billy Champion. Not in time. Billy Champion working hard now on Tommy Aging. And the pitch on the way. A line drive in the air to right field. Callison has to play it on the hop. A base hit. Aging's going to drive for third. The throw by Callison not in time. Runners at first and third. Glenn Dunnan rifling a hard single into right field. Look for a moment or so. Callison might try for a shoestring. He had to hold up at the very last moment and try and handle that short hop. It carried him away a bit. He recovered and threw the third, but not in time. Callison went into a slide and then had to block the ball with his body. Art Shamsky is a batter. Runners at first and third. One man out. Art has one for three, a home run. Long outfield fly would put the Mets in front. And the pitch on the way. Line drive in the air to left field. Agee tagging up. Johnson makes the catch. Here comes Agee. He'll score without a throw. Puts New York in front with a line drive to left field caught by Darren Johnson. Jamsky's second RBI of the ball game. He now has 38 for the year. The Mets lead 4-3 to three in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Ken Boswell is the batter. Ken has one for two and a run scored. Also has reached on a walk. Boswell hitting at 262. The ball, but hit by Shamsky, was tagged. A hard line drive to left field. And the pitch on the way. Low and outside. One ball and no strikes to Kenny Boswell. Don Clendenin on first base. There are two men away. The Mets have taken the lead 4-3. And a throw to first. Not in time. Richie Allen holding against the runner. And a throw to first by champion, and once again, Glendennon scampers back. Chicago hitting in the last of the seventh inning. The Pirates in front, four to two. And the pitch on the way. Ground ball hit foul in behind Yogi Berra, coaching at first. It's one ball and one strike. That's hoping to be two and a half games out when this day is over. But we have a lot of agony to go through first. Cubs appear to have batted quite a while in the last of the seventh inning. The 1-1 delivery, the runner goes, and a fly ball hits a left center field. 
Galloping over is Darren Johnson. The ball is in for a base hit. Around third is Clendon, and he's scoring. Oswell is on his way to third. He pulls in at third. Five to three, New York. After a long run, Stone, the center fielder, found the ball just beyond his reach. That ball perfectly placed by Boswell in left center between Darren Johnson and Ron Stone. Stone got the closest to it, made a dive for it. It was just beyond his reach. Then Denon was running on the pitch, and he comes all the way around to score. And Boswell is on third with a run-scoring triple. Now the Mets lead 5-3, to three, and the hitter is Ron Swoboda. Here's the pitch on the way, and it's high ball one. Kenny Boswell is on quite a hitting streak. He now has 17 hits in his last 35 times at bat. Almost 500. Now Ron Swoboda takes the pitch low. It's two balls, no strikes. Mets lead 5-3 to three in the last of the seventh. The Giants came up with six runs in the fourth inning at Houston. Grounder fouled on the third baseline, no play. The Giants, who lead the Western Division by a game and a half, got six runs. They lead Houston 6 nothing at the end of three and a half. Atlanta 7, Cincinnati 3, they're in the eighth inning. Montreal 3, St. Louis nothing in the last of the eighth inning in St. Louis. And the Pirates 4, the Cubs 2, Chicago hitting in the seventh. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. And the count is two and two on Ron Swoboda. Two runs are in on a walk. Two hits and a sacrifice fly in the last of the seven. Now champion into his wind up the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. The eighth strikeout for Billy Champion to retire the side. Two runs. Two hits. No errors. And one left on. At the end of seven, the New York Mets five and the Philadelphia Phils three. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group in its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. Residents of Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today. Rod Gasper goes to left field, replacing Art Shamsky. Art had a big bat in this game, driving two of the five runs across the plate. Art hit a home run and a sacrifice fly to drive two runs in. Well, the Cubs apparently have something going in the last of the seventh inning in Chicago. Joe Gibbon, a left-hander, has been brought on to replace starting pitcher Bob Moose. The Cubs are batting, trailing 4-2 to two in the last of the seventh inning, but they apparently have a rally going. 
Now Johnny Callison up against Nolan Ryan and a fastball over strike one. Al Weiss is now playing second. So Al Weiss has come in to play second. Rod Gasper is now playing left field. Off the outside corner, one ball, one strike. One-one delivery by Nolan Ryan, a curve that he pulls up on and takes inside, two balls and one strike. Johnny Callison, Darren Johnson, and Ryan Stone face Nolan Ryan here in the eighth inning. 2-1 delivery. Fouled behind third over into the crowd. It's 2-2. Two two. Nolan Ryan took over in the seventh. Gary Gentry worked the first six and left the game for a pinch hitter. The pitchers of record in the game are Nolan Ryan and Billy Champion. Now Ryan fires. And a ground ball hammered hard to short. Harrelson up with it. Throws to first. One out. That was a tough play for Bud Harrelson. A very hard ground ball. Now Darren Johnson, he has fired to right, drawn a walk, and fouled out to Grudy. Nothing for two. Darren Johnson hitting a 259, 16 home runs, and 68 runs batted in. On the outside corner, strike one call. New York five, Philadelphia three. This is the eighth inning. Curve hit hard up the middle. A base hit by Darren Johnson. Tommy Agee hustles in to pick it up. There is the first hit of Nolan Ryan, the ninth hit in the ball game for Philadelphia. And Ron Stone comes up to hit. Stone has one for three. Now we're going to get a pinch runner. Larry Heisel is coming in to run for Darren Johnson. Philadelphia regular center fielder Larry Heisel has been sidelined with a bruised hand. Comes in the game now as a pinch runner for Darren Johnson. One out and one on top of the eighth inning. And the pitcher on the way to Stone is way up high. Ball one. Cubs are still at bat in that last of the seventh inning. They have been up a long time. A 1-1 delivery. It's high. 2-1. Ron Stone has flied to left, single to right, and bounced out to first. Let's have the infield looking for the double play, and the outfield is straight away. Fastball over the outside corner for a call strike. The on-deck batter is the catcher, Dave Watkins. Glenn and holding against Larry Heisel. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. It's two and two on Ron Stone. George Myatt managing the club off the coaching lines at third. Billy DeMars coaching at first. 
Now Eiji, with a count two and two, moves the stride toward left center. Ryan delivers. Hit down the left field line, foul, and into the crowd. Stone getting around late on Ryan's fastball, fouls it to the opposite way. The Cubs scored one run in the last half of the seventh inning. At the end of three, the Pirates four and the Cubs three. At the end of seven, the Pirates four and the Cubs three. Ground ball down to Clendenin. He's up with it. He throws to Harrelson. One back to first. Double play. Three, six, three. No runs, one hit, no errors, none left on. At the end of seven and one-half innings, the New York Mets five and the Philadelphia Phillies three. Hello, this is Johnny Carson. For 19 years, Radio Free Europe has been providing the people of Czechoslovakia, Hungary, Poland, Romania, and Bulgaria with an alternative to the propaganda of the rigidly controlled communist press and radio. Radio Free Europe has become a voice of democratic opposition for these millions of East Europeans who have been denied the right to freedom of expression by their communist rulers. The people of East Europe believe in Radio Free Europe and rely on it as a trusted friend, as well as their principal source of true and unbiased information. They look upon Radio Free Europe as their own station and turn to it more than ever for inspiration in their continued efforts toward personal freedom and national independence. Write to Radio Free Europe for more information about current developments in East Europe and the work Radio Free Europe is doing for the East European people. The address, Radio Free Europe, Box 1969, Mount Vernon, New York. Thank you. Larry Heisel goes to center field for Philadelphia. He came in the game as a pinch runner. Ron Stone moves from center field to left field. Jerry Grody will be leading off against Billy Champion in the bottom half of the eighth inning. New York five, Philadelphia three. And at Wrigley Field, they're now in the eighth inning. The Pirates leading four to three over the Cubs. Curve hit hard, base hit on the left field line for Jerry Grody. Jerry around first is trying for second. No, he slams on the brakes and comes back. Had he continued, he would have made it only because the throw was far off the mark at second base. Grody went around first, full speed, and Yogi yelled out, hey, whoo, there. Now Bud Harrelson. Nolan Ryan, the on-deck batter. But 0 for 3. Drove in a run early in the game. Bunts this one a foul off to the right. No play. But Harrelson drove in the Mets' third run with a hard ground ball to short. For Buddy Harrelson, his 21st run batted in. Mets would like to get a little more insurance if they can here in the bottom of the eighth inning. In the Philly bullpen, veteran right-hander Turk Farrell is listing up. They look for the bunt. Off the outside corner, one ball and one strike. In the ninth inning, the Phillies will have the bottom third of the order scheduled up.
Now Champion works off the stretch. And the pitch to Harrelson. The runner goes, and it's fouled off on a hit-and-run play. Harrelson swinging to protect Jerry Grody, the runner, lost control of the bat, but fouled the pitch off, and it's one ball and two strikes. So with the pitcher due up next, Gil Hodges changed from a bunt to a hit-and-run play. They have resumed play in Cleveland now following a rain delay. Cleveland three, the New York Yankees two at the end of five and a half. The Red Sox. Taken high by Harrelson. Red Sox and the Senators are tied 2-2 going to the 10th inning. Baltimore four, Detroit three. That game is in the last of the seventh. And Mickey Stanley has just homered in the seventh inning to tie it up. And the pitch on the way, fouled out of play by Bud Harrelson. Baltimore four, Detroit four. Tigers hitting in the last of the seventh. Two-two delivery and a drive in the air to right field. Callison coming in. He'll have to play it on the hop, a base hit. He throws to second, but not in time. And Grody just did to get to second base ahead of Callison's throw. It's a base hit for Buddy Harrelson. Grody had to hold up. He was hung up in the middle because it looked like the ball might be caught. Cubs got one run in the last of the seventh inning. They had the bases loaded with one out, but had to settle for one run. Joe Gibbon came in to face Billy Williams, and Billy Williams lined out. Nolan Ryan is the batter. He's up for the first time. Phils look for the sacrifice bunt. Runners on first and second. Nobody out. Now the pitch. Bunted and fouled on the first baseline. In the 10th inning at Fenway Park, Dell Unser has homered for Washington, putting the Senators ahead of the Red Sox 3-2 in the top of the 10th. They go to the 9th inning in Cincinnati with the Atlanta Braves leading the Reds by a score of 7-3. Last of the 9th inning in St. Louis, Montreal ahead 3-0. Now Ryan squares around, bunts, third bunt, third, the mound is going to be a base hit. Ball run between Richie Allen and the pitcher Billy Champion. The base is loaded and nobody out. A beautiful bunt by Nolan Ryan. He put it between Allen, who was charging up toward home, and the pitcher Billy Champion. From the time they reached the ball, no need to throw. Ryan was on first base with a bunt single. George Myatt, the manager of the Phils, coming out to the mound. Dick Farrell is coming in from the bullpen. For Farrell, this will be his 41st appearance of the year. The big veteran right-hander has won three and lost four. He has quite a lifetime record against New York. Ten wins and four losses. And while the pitching change is being made, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WKAJ-FM, Saratoga Springs, New York. 102.3 on your FM dial, the home of the New York Mets. Now 
Johnson and Ralph Kiner were in the bottom half of the eighth inning. New York in front five to three. Base is loaded, nobody out, and Turk Farrell is coming in to replace Billy Champion. The Mets were held at two hits. The first five innings by Billy Champion. But they got two hits in the sixth inning, three more in the seventh, and they have three now in the eighth inning for a total of nine base hits. Billy Champion walked six and struck out eight. He threw a lot of pitches this ball game. So Turk Farrell, veteran of many a Major League Baseball campaign, is brought on in relief. At Wrigley Field, the game is in the top of the eighth inning. Pittsburgh leading Chicago 4-3. to three. Joe Gibbon is now pitching in relief of Bob Moose. Bill Regan has come out in the eighth inning replacing Dick Selma. Manny Sanguian hit a two-run homer to put the Pirates in front in the sixth inning. They are in the ninth inning at Cincinnati. The Braves lead the Reds 7-3. to three. Cecil Upshaw replaced Ron Reed in the sixth inning. The Reds have called on George Culver, Clay Carroll, Dennis Rybant, and Wayne Granger. The Pirates are out in the eighth inning. And now the Cubs are batting in the last of the eighth inning. It is still four to three. But the Pirates have brought Twiggy into the ballgame. The slender right-hand relief pitcher, Chuck Hartenstein. Montreal leading St. Louis three-nothing in the last of the ninth inning on a three-run homer by Rusty Stott. And the Giants lead the Astros six to one at the end of four in Houston. The Dodger game just underway. The Dodgers did not score off Al Santoridi of the first. Now the Phillies bring the infield in with the bases loaded, nobody out. And the batter is Tommy Agee. The windup by Farrell and the pitch. High on a fastball, ball one. Tommy Agee has been on base three times out of four. He hit his 25th home run of the year in the first inning, bounced into a force play in the second, and walked in the fifth and walked in the seventh. Tommy hitting 279. And the pitch on the way. Outside and high ball, too. He has no place to put him. Jim Gosker has come out on the on-deck circle to bat for Wayne Garrett. Gosker, who just joined the Mets from Tidewater of the International League when the Tidewater season ended. Here's the pitch on the way. Line drive, base hit the left field by Tommy Agee. Dirty scores. Rounding third and heading home is Buddy Harrelson. And the Mets have opened up a four-run lead. Seven to three, New York, as E.G. delivers again. Tommy's third RBI of this ballgame. He now has 70 runs batted in. He is only two behind his buddy, the team leader, Cleon Jones. Now Jim Gosker will make his debut with the New York Mets. Gosker has been in the major leagues before in the American League with the Red Sox, Kansas City, and he started this year at Seattle. The Mets got Gosker in a trade in the middle of the summer for Greg Goosen. And Gosker went to Tidewater and had a great year at Tidewater. In 58 games at Tidewater, he had 341. Had a high foul pop-up coming back toward the crowd out of play. Mets now lead 7-3 in the last of the eighth inning. Pitch by Farrell outside and high. One ball and one strike. 
At Tidewater in 58 games, Jim Goster at a 341. He played 12 games at Vancouver in the Coast League, the Seattle Farm, and hit 462. At a high infield pop-up, they invoke the infield fly ruling, and the second baseman Harmon comes in to grab it near the mound. Runners on first and second. Now one man away, and the batter coming up is Don Glendinnen. Don had a key hit in the last inning, a single to right field. The time he came up with a base hit, the Mets were a run behind. Jack DeLauro throwing easily in the Mets bullpen. And it's high to Don Glendinnen. In addition to Jack DeLauro, Les Rohr is warming up in the bullpen. Les has just joined the Mets from their Memphis Farm Club. Fouled back over the screen. Mets brought up three young pitchers from Memphis of the Texas League. Memphis won the Eastern Division of the Texas League and then won the overall championship by winning the playoffs. They brought up right-hander Bob Johnson and two left-handers, Jesse Hudson and Les Rohr. High to Don Clendenin. Or check that it's over for a strike at the letters. One ball and two strikes. Runners on first and second. And a foul ball hit back upstairs by Don Clendenin. Nolan Ryan is on second. Nolan laid down a bunt for a base hit in a sacrifice situation below the bases. And Tommy Agee then drove two runs across with a base hit. They're in the last of the eighth inning at Chicago. Pittsburgh four, Chicago three. High, Clendon lets it go. <laughs> it's all over in Cincinnati. The Atlanta Braves have beaten Cincinnati seven to three. Ron Reed, the winner. George Culver, the loser. Henry Aaron had the only home run of the game. For Aaron, is 39th of the year. He now has 549. It's two and two on Don Clendenin. And the pitch on the way. It's high ball three. Well, in the eighth inning at Chicago, ex-Met Jim Hickman has just hit a two-run homer. And the Cubs go in front five to four. For Hickman, his 18th home run of the year. He has certainly helped the Cubs. So Hickman's two-run homer has put Chicago in front 5-4. to four. Fouled off the end of the bat by Don Clendenin. Count stays 3-2. and Chuck Hartenstein took over the pitching in the last of the eighth inning and yielded the two-run homer to Jim Hickman. Right here with one away, runners on first and second. Three and two to Don Clendenin. And a check swing grounder that is fouled on the first baseline. The Mets leading by a score of seven to three. Mets have scored five of their seven runs in the last three innings. Nolan Ryan. 
Ryan leading off second. A.G. off first. Low and outside, ball four. Lindellen walks, loading the bases, and it brings up Rod Gasper. For Rod Gasper, this will be his first time up of the game. George Myatt is going to the mound, and we're going to get a pitching chance. This is going to be all for Turk Farrell, and we'll have a new pitcher coming in to face Rod Gasper. Rod is a switch hitter. Looks like right-hander John Boozer coming in from the bullpen. So Farrell is going to leave the ball game after facing three hitters. He gave up a single to Tommy Agee, retired Jim Gosker on a pop-up, but walked Don Clendenin. So he will get credit for one-third of an inning. At the moment, he has allowed no runs and one hit. Walked one and struck out none. John Boozer is coming in for Boozer, his 34th game. He has won one and lost two. Boozer has been in relief throughout the season. Made only one start. That was against the Giants on the 5th of August. They go to the ninth inning at Wrigley Field now. The Cubs lead Pittsburgh 5-4 on Jim Hickman's two-run homer in the eighth inning. Atlanta downed Cincinnati 7-3. Montreal shut out the St. Louis Cardinals 3-0. A five-hitter for Bill Stoneman. Rusty Staub won the game with a three-run homer and for LeGrand Orange, his 26th home run of the year. Giants 6, Houston 1 at the end of four and a half. Ray Sadecki for the Giants. Don Wilson was knocked out. Jim Bouton has come on. The Dodgers got a run in the second inning off Al Santorini. Dodgers won San Diego nothing at the end of an inning and a half. Going to the seventh inning in Cleveland, it's Cleveland three, the New York Yankees two. Bill Burback in relief of Al Downing and Luis Tion pitching for the Indians. Del Unser has homered in the tenth inning at Boston, putting Washington ahead of the Red Sox three to two in the tenth. Baltimore and Detroit tied 4-4. They're in the last of the eighth inning. Denny McLean has gone out of that game. He was bidding for his 23rd. Minnesota at Oakland. It will be Dave Boswell against Fred Talbot. Now we're ready to go. Boozer into his windup. The Pittsburgh Gasper. Ground ball bounced slowly toward the middle. In the center field. A base hit. Ryan is in the score. A.G. is flying home. And the Mets are out in front. 9-3. A single to center by Rod Gasper. Bringing home Nolan Ryan and Tommy Agee. Ah, the Mets have opened up a six-run lead. And Al Weiss will be hitting for the first time. Last run across the plate charged to Turk Farrell. Runners on first and third, one man away. And the pitch to Al Weiss is off the outside corner, ball one. Four runs have crossed the plate here in the eighth inning. On five hits and a walk. 
Mets now have nine runs on 11 hits. And the pitch on the way, low and outside, ball two. It's 2-0. Two oh. Don Clendenin on third. And Rod Gasper is on first. Ground ball hit down to third. Taylor throws to second, one out. On to first, a double play to retire the side. 5-4-3. Eight men that came to bat. The Mets scored four runs on five hits, no errors, one left on. At the end of eight innings, the New York Mets nine and the Philadelphia Phillies three. The finest in Italian cuisine and a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood await your dining pleasure at Mangino's Restaurant, located in the south end of Saratoga Lake. But there's a big difference between just ordinary Italian or American cuisine and Mangino's fine foods. At Mangino's, your order is never prepared hours before. Mangino's realize that good food cannot be hurried and... They ask you to give them a little time to prepare it properly. All dishes are prepared to your order when your order is placed, never simmering away for hours or minutes in the kitchen. And that's the big difference at Mangino's. Why not enjoy eating Italian food the way it should be savored? And down at Mangino's Restaurant, located in the south end of Saratoga Lake at Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. A complete line of Italian specialties are served to tempt the palate, and their steaks and chops and seafood are equally as delightful. If you're planning a banquet or party for up to 75 people, call Mangino's for their special party menu. They'll be happy to give you complete details. That's Mangino's Restaurant, the home of truly fine foods, Route 9P, the south end of Saratoga Lake. New York, Bobby File is now playing third. Jim Gosker was the pinch hitter for Wayne Garrett, and now Bobby File takes over at third. Dave Watkins leading off against Nolan Ryan. We go to the ninth. And a fastball inside is ball one. At Wrigley Field, they're in the top of the ninth inning, Chicago five, Pittsburgh four. Now up goes the leg. Around comes the arm, and Ryan's fastball is over strike one. One and one. One-one delivery by Nolan. Inside and high, two and one. In the bullpen, Les Rohr and Jack Delaro are warming up. Les Rohr wanted to get some work in, so Rube Walker said, fine, wait until late in the game to do it. The 2-1 delivery, swing and a miss. It's 2-2. Two and two. Nolan Ryan is the pitcher of record. That home run in the 10th inning by Del Unser won the ball game for Washington. The Senators beat the Red Sox 3-2. Casey Cox, the winner in relief, and Jim Lonborg, the loser. Lonborg went all the way. The 2-2 delivery, swing and a miss. He struck him out. First strikeout for Nolan Ryan. He got him with Ryan's Express. Ryan has retired. Six of seven batters to face him, and Don Money comes up. Money, right-handed batting shortstop, takes inside, ball one. Cookie Rojas has come out on deck as a pinch hitter. Now a fastball in for a call, strike one and one. 
Now Ryan sights in, but misses inside with his quick one. It's two balls and a strike. Well, clear of the ducks for action. The Cubs are here tomorrow night. Jerry Kuzman against Bill Hens. Fouled back toward the crowd. Still keeping an eye on that scoreboard, hoping the Pirates might erupt for a couple of runs. Chicago grabbed the lead for the first time on Jim Hickman's two-run homer in the last of the eighth inning. One out of nobody on. The pitch by Nolan Ryan, way up high. He has to duck under it. It's three, three and two. Three-two delivery. Too high, ball four. Money reaches on a walk. Now Cookie Rojas will be coming up as a pinch hitter. Cookie Rojas, the pinch batter. Rojas hitting at 229 on the year. Mets lead 9 to 3 scoring seven of their nine runs in the last three innings. Let's tied the game in the sixth inning and took the lead in the seventh. Now a fastball over, strike one call. Nolan Ryan on in relief, delivers. Foul ball back. Right against our broadcasting booth, no play. Count. He checks the runner at first base and the pitch on the way. Curve is foul. Back toward the screen. No play. Stadium shadows reaching out as far as the pitching mound. We have had a hot, humid day for the ball game. Nuts unleashing a nine-run, 11-hit attack. Big game for Tommy Agee and Art Shansky. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a high hard one. Nolan Ryan, second strikeout. Now nine to three, New York. Two down in the top of the ninth inning. Pirates are at bat of the ninth inning at Wrigley Field with the Cubs in front, five to four. Terry Harmon, the leadoff batter, looks at a fastball. Strike one call. Fouled back into the screen. Nolan Ryan with a two-strike count on Terry Harmon. Two outs, ninth inning, one man on. Let's tie the ball game up. In the sixth inning and one in front of the seventh. Now a foul back into the screen. And they opened it up by getting four runs in the eighth inning. Harlan Killebrew has hit his 41st home run of the year, a three-run homer. In the very first inning, Minnesota ahead of Oakland, 3 nothing. Twins have a seven-and-a-half game lead in the Western Division of the American League.
Bats are out of the top of the ninth inning. And the last of the ninth inning with the ball game tied five to five. And a blue right field, a base hit for Terry Hunt. And holding up Don Money. It brings up Terry Taylor. Quick rest and good eyes. Speed, hustle, and a good eye. Now those are the signs of a great ball player. The sign of a great beer. The Ryan Gold 10 minute head. The head that stays up. The Ryan Gold 10 minute head. Two times again. Tony Taylor, two hits and four times at that. Two outs and two on. Top of the ninth. Next lead, 9-3. Fastball down the middle. Strike one goal. from the stretch. A slam that goes foul down the right field line. Swerves back up into the crowd. And now Ryan has a two-strike advantage facing Tony Taylor. Ryan working hard trying to get Tony Taylor. He does not want to have to face Richie Allen. Pirates and Cubs tied 5-5 bottom half of the ninth inning in Chicago. Missed pitching and relief for the Pirates. Swing and a miss. The ball game is over. The Mets win it. No Ryan struck out the side in the ninth inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and two left on. The Mets come from behind to win it and take three out of four in the weekend set with Philadelphia. Final score, the New York Mets nine and the Philadelphia Phils three. No. It's nothing. It costs money to brew a great beer. It cost money back in 1837. It costs money today. Rheingold started brewing beer in this country in 1837, using the finest ingredients money could buy. And even though things cost a lot more today, Rheingold's still buying those same high-quality ingredients. The finest malt choice imported in domestic hops. Costly ingredients that give Rheingold its great extra-dry flavor. And it's proud 10 minute head. The Rheingold 10 minute head. Haven't you timed it yet? Rheingold Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey. today at Shea Stadium of the New York Mets 9 and the Philadelphia Phils 3. The Mets winning the series three games to one and standing by now hoping to gain a game on Chicago. The Cubs and Pirates tied 5-5 at the last of the ninth inning at Wrigley Field. The worst the Mets can be is three and a half games out when the Cubs arrive tomorrow night. Should the Pirates win that ball game in extra innings, the Mets would be just two and one half games back. And only three weeks ago, on August 13th, the Mets were nine and one-half games back. New York took the early lead in this ball game today on home runs by Tommy Agee, his 25th, and Art Shamsky, his 12th. The Mets leading 2-1 to one at the end of one inning as a result of the home runs. But the Phillies scored twice in to take the lead 3-2 with Richie Allen and Johnny Callison driving the runs home. The Mets tied the game in the sixth inning with Bud Harrelson driving home the tying run. Art Shamsky drove in what proved to be the winning run with a sacrifice fly in the seventh inning. 
Shemsky had two RBIs in the ball game, and Tommy Agee had three. Ken Boswell also drove a run home in the seventh inning with a base hit. Boswell has 17 hits in his last 35 times at bat. The Mets were ahead 5-3 to three when they came in to hit in the last of the eighth inning. Base hits by Grody, Harrelson, and Nolan Ryan loaded the bases, and Tommy Agee came through with a hard single to left field, driving two runs home. And before the inning was over, Rod Gasper, in his only time at bat in the ballgame, singled up the middle, driving two more runs across the plate. The combined pitching of Gary Gentry and Nolan Ryan propelling the Mets to the triumph. Gentry worked six innings and left the game for a pinch hitter with a score tied. Gary, in six, allowed three runs, eight hits, walked one, and struck out six. Nolan Ryan, in three innings, allowed no runs, two hits, walked only one, and struck out three. Line score, New York, nine runs, 11 hits, one error, and eight left. Philadelphia, three runs, 10 hits, no errors, and eight left. Nolan Ryan, the winner, is now five and one, and Billy Champion, the loser, has won five and lost eight. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to jump off this bridge. Hold on. Look, pal, now it's an ugly world, and I'm going to go. Don't tell me. I stood right where you're standing just last month. What? I was going to jump, too. Then I thought to myself, jumping from a bridge is kind of squirrely. Real people don't jump from bridges. No kidding. So what did you do? I tried to think of the most subtle, inconspicuous, sophisticated way out. Yeah, and what was that? (laughs) I started smoking cigarettes. (laughs) Oh, cigarettes? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's got class. Have you got a cigarette for me? Sure. One of the new long ones. They're fantastic. (laughs) Have you ever thought about increasing your life insurance? No. No, as a matter of fact, I haven't. I know a little place a few blocks from here. Nice Italian food. We can talk, smoke a lot, you know. Hey, good, good, yeah. This message was brought to you by your American Cancer Society. New York Mets baseball has been a feature presentation of the New York Mets baseball network and Rheingold Extra Dry, the beer with a 10-minute head, and was brought to you by several local sports-minded businessmen who hope you have enjoyed today's game by the staff of WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your FM dial who urge you to patronize the sponsors to make these broadcasts possible. Remember, you can hear all the New York Mets games at home or away night and day on the FM voice of WKAJ Radio in Saratoga Springs, New York. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network.